glory. But a lot of us miss in scripture that when we get our crowns, and it goes with the story, we're not going to keep the crowns on. But we're going to look back and recognize that how we got over was that Christ did it all. And we're going to take our crowns and we're going to throw them at his feet. And we're going to bow and worship him saying, Thou are worthy. Because I never would have made it if it had not been for you on my side. It was all you, Lord. It was all you, Lord. See, I recognize that you don't understand it's been him all the time until God takes you through the process. Somebody don't know what I'm talking about. I've had people call me up saying, Pastor, I feel like I'm dying. I said, well, what's wrong physically? No, nothing physically. It's in my emotions. It's in my spirit. I said, you are dying, but you're dying to yourself. God is trying to move you out of his way so that you can come alive in him. So that you may recognize it's all about him. Amen. Give God some praise in the house at home. Give God some praise. He is so worthy. My, my, my media people corrected me. They said, they said, no, you're not on Sermon 22. You're on Sermon 23. I hear people, I said, that's right. That's right. I knew you was wrong. I was right. Okay, excuse me. I miscounted. Amen. Let us move forward. We are still working out of the book of Ephesians. And I'm coming through that, 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 that chapter one. And I'm just going to read, really, chapter, chapter one, verse three. Amen? Because this sets up the whole rest of the chapter. And it reads as such in our hearing. Praise be to God, the Father of our Lord, Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in heavenly realm with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Hallelujah. The, the theme, the, the thought that I have today is, it's all in him. It's, it's really all in Christ. Whatever you're looking for, it's, it's in him. Father, even now, give clarity to my thoughts. Give clarity to my words. Only allow me to speak that which you want to be spoken. And I pray, Father, that they don't hear me. They don't see me, but they hear you. They see you. Hide me behind your Shekinah glory that we may get a better understanding of your truth. Lord, even now, Lord, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. One of the reasons why Paul in the book of Ephesians take us to the height of our spiritual realm, of our spiritual blessings, as much as he can explain it, is that he had to compete with the port city, the metropolitan city of Ephesians rich beyond imagination, where the sidewalks was carved out of marble. You can buy anything you want from this city. It, it was rich, it was rich, it was fabulous, it was glorious. And, and whenever the world goods are, are seen, are readily available, 
many times it takes our eyes off of God's blessings. In the Western world, many times we equate God's blessing to how much money you have. We equate being happy with who has the most toys. We equate being satisfied to success. But you need to talk to some rich people who got everything under the sun, money and riches and fame, and they are killing themselves because when they reach the pinnacle of what they think is satisfaction, they realize there's nothing there. <laughs> nothing. Well, whenever you are looking for the material world to satisfy your inward soul, you will end up with vanity, meaningless, nothingness. One thing I realized in the crushing process, what God is trying to do with each of us, if we allow him to, is to take our grip off of things. Off of people. Now, don't get me wrong. God has no problem blessing his people. Matter of fact, all good things, all blessings come from him. The, the problem is, is that in our human nature, in our carnal nature, we grip onto people and things too tightly and we make them our God. Not just some of us, but all of us. And just because you saved don't mean you have transferred your attention, your desire, your seeking to Christ Jesus. But if we allow God to, to, to work us, what we realize is that what you have in, in, in the spirit realm, what, what you have in Christ Jesus is greater than anything this world has to offer. I, I remember my, my nephew asked me a question. He was no more than 12, 11 years old. He called me up and said, Uncle Tracy. I said, yeah, Derek, what's, what's up, man? He said, he said, what is life all about anyway? Why am I here? What is my purpose? Because unless you find your purpose in Christ, life doesn't make sense. Why do you think people are going crazy? Why do you think they're going on a rampage of shooting? Why do you think that Cincinnati per capita is the number one murder city in the United States? You didn't know that, did you? Well, there is a longing, there is an emptiness that only God can feel. And when you turn to the world, when you turn to somebody else to fulfill it, it will every time disappoint you. Matter of fact, can, 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 I, can I go just a little bit deeper? God will not allow nobody else to be your God. And we, are, we will make someone, people, things, situations to, to be the, the source that we chase. And God will not allow, matter of fact, it does not have the ability to fill the void in you. And until God becomes your peace. God become your satisfaction. God become your success. You can't even enjoy what you have because what you have will become a curse. So Paul is, is, is trying to change the minds of us and the church of Ephesus to say, you're seeking and you're looking in all the wrong places. 
Don't be so caught up with the things you see. Because even everything you see comes from God anyway. <laughs> Hallelujah. But my brothers and sisters, God wants to so blow our minds with who he is and what he wants to do through us that it provokes praise from you. How can I say this? Let me see if I can break it down. It should not be hard to get praise from you. If you really see how good God's been to you, if you really see how God has kept you, see, see let, let me speak to someone who almost died and the doctors didn't know what to do and the Lord lifted them back up. They're praising God all the time. When you recognize, not that he hasn't done anything, you just don't see it. No, I realize your focus has everything to do with your praise. If all you talk is negative, if all you see is negative, then what is in you is negative. So you can't praise God because you can't see it. But when you start asking God to show you, when you start looking for him, when you start looking at all that God is doing in your life, when you start looking for him in the simple things, I, I, I tell you, all of a sudden, God will start blowing your mind and you start being in all of him because you recognize every breath I take, every move I make. Lord, the moon is marvelous. Lord, the sun is a testimony of your greatness. Lord, you are an awesome God. Do you know that God paints a picture for you every morning with the clouds? David got caught up in Psalms 8, and he says, he said, wow, when I look at the creation of your hands and all that you made, Lord, what are we? that you even are mindful of us. Well, I see how great you are by your creation. I, I wonder why do you love me? <laughs> me so much. Listen to Hebrews chapter 11, verse three, and I call this, uh, it takes faith to get what God has for you. Say that to your person, it takes faith. Do not think that your blessing is arbitrary. You actively have to work with God to get what he has for you because this is not religion, this is relationship. And to the degree we trust him will be the, to the degree he blesses us. Oh, somebody didn't hear that. Oh, shut your mouth. You, you are already blessed, but if you really want to recognize and get what God has for you, God demands for us to put our trust in him. Some of us are being tormented by the devil because we don't have the faith to tell the devil to shut up and sit down. But when you come to know your authority in Christ Jesus. You don't have to take just anything the devil throws at you. You don't have to just take anything anybody else. Speak to the hand, because my ears are not listening. When you know who you are, don't matter whether people like you or not. You know, God is so awesome. That, that if you got God's approval, you really don't care who don't approve of you anymore. <laughs> There's something about this relationship with him that makes you whole 
on the inside. And whether you know it or not, all of us are looking for that. That's really what we're looking for. That's part of our identity. That's part of being made in his image. Let's go back. Hebrews. It said, by faith, that is, with an inherent trust. He said, he said, he said, he said, God says, I have put in you that when you see creation, you should know it was me. He said, something in you should speak up and say, there's a God somewhere. When you see the design in nature, you know it's not arbitrary and it just happened. <laughs> Matter of fact, my, my, my son used to ask me this. Brian used to ask me this. He said, Dad, what about in other countries that have not heard the gospel? That had not had, he said, I know I'm blessed because I, I, I grew up in a household where you can answer my questions and everything. And I said, Brent, scripture says, Romans chapter 8 says this. He said, I have placed myself in their conscience. That if they just respond to the creation that they see that speaks of me, even without any help of anything else, I will reveal myself to them. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. God is waiting for us to look his way. Right now, record number of people are being saved in Muslim countries because Jesus is showing up to them in dreams. Where the gospel is outlawed. He says, I have placed evidence in it where you won't be judged for what you don't know. You will be judged for what I showed you and you didn't show no interest in me showing you more. Our God is good. He's just. And when people go to damnation, they go because they rejected him. To whatever degree of knowledge he dispensed to them, they did not care enough to move in deeper. Even in our salvation of us knowing him saved, do you care enough to get deeper? Do you care enough to see that he will be your all in all, in all, through all? Are you satisfied right where you at and, and you stuck right there? It is possible to become so stuck on self that we won't let God take us any deeper. It's possible to be so self-determined <laughs> that even when God tries to break us, we become more the same sun that melts wax is the same sun that hardened clay. I wonder today, is life making you melt in God's hands? Uh, have life made you hardened because things didn't go your way? I wonder, have life made you run to him? And even though you're saved, you're standing aloof of him because life has disappointed you. You know what I realized? Life is not about the things that happen to us. It's how we respond. trying to get our attention and say my brothers your blessings is in here watch this during the success of time 
was framed, fashioned, placed in order, equipped for their intended purpose, because God is always a God of purpose the, by the word of God, so that we see what we see was not made out of nothing which is visible. This is what God saying. The physical world was made by me, and it was made by my spiritual word. I spoke it, and it came to pass. So listen, let me, let, me make it, let me break it down a little bit more. So that means that whatever comes to us, comes from us to us from God. James says that every good gift, listen, not some good gift, every, whether you save or unsaved, everything that you're thankful for, everything, that you're blessed to have everything that is good comes from God in heaven who spoke it in the spiritual and it showed up in the physical in your life. You know what that tells me then? That tells us that we ought to give God more praise. That tells me then that, that, that for anything we need, anything we want, our eyes ought to look to him because he's the source of not just what you need, but even what you want. He's the source of it. How is it then we look every place else but to him? Hebrews chapter 6 says this. He said, it's impossible to please God without faith, without trust in him. So that means that if we're doing church stuff and we're doing it out of routine, God knocks it off the table. <laughs> if, 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 we, if we're doing good things and we're not doing it towards him, for him, and for his glory, it's, it's unacceptable. That then also helps me because then even when you're doing something good for people and they don't appreciate it, it's not about them anyway. Oh, I believe in sowing seeds. I believe that when you bless other people, when you do good, even when your good is not appreciated, don't let the attitude of other people stop you from sowing your seeds. Because your blessing is not coming from them anyway. My blessing and your blessing is coming from God. Remember Joseph, that though he in jail, he been lied on, been sold in slavery, he kept on working. He kept on doing what he was supposed to do. And when God got ready, God lifted him and blessed him for every seed he planted. Is there anybody in the house planting some seeds here? Is there anybody in the house, you waiting on God to bless you? And right now, you're gonna play the fool, people think. But when God gets ready, when God start lifting, when God start blessing, when God show up, People gonna understand it was God all the time. He is directing our focus upward. Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. It lets us know that we were created for him. Is that he made everything beautiful in its appropriate time. He has also planted eternity, a sense of divine purpose in our spirit. I was at a funeral service and I said, you know why this hurts so bad? Because something innately tells us that death is not what God intended. <laughs> That's why there's such a screaming. At a, 
you know, and I know we, 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 don't, we, don't, we don't react that, but, 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 but we know innately this is wrong. This is not supposed to be because eternity has been placed in our hearts that we know when something is out of balance, even though we don't know where it comes from. That's why when I speak of heaven, if you listen to your spirit, you know heaven is real. Why? Because he has placed that knowledge, that, that inward witness in you. That there's a, you know, that's why you can't get too comfortable down here. You, you can't make earth your home. That's why I don't care how good you got it, it still ain't that good. <laughs> I, I, I don't care how satisfied you are, it won't last too long. <laughs> That's why no matter, you can have everything you want and you still feel uncomfortable. That's why you can't make earth your home. There, there, there's a divine purpose. There's a touch of eternality in us because God has made us for himself. So we think that we were just told to get saved and then we live our own life any way we want to. So we think that, you know, we're just down here just to run wild. When we don't place God in the proper place in our life, life doesn't make sense. You know what you should be chasing? You should be chasing your purpose in Christ Jesus. <laughs> you know, ultimately your purpose in Christ Jesus is to glorify him, but the more you glorify him, the more he satisfies you. When, when you live selfishly and it's all about you, nothing satisfies. But when you live serving, when you live blessing other people, isn't it amazing how good it feels when you bless somebody else and you see God uses you? There's a satisfaction like nothing else in this world. Satan flipped it where we become selfish because your purpose, the meaning of your life, the meaning of who you are, you don't find that in finding yourself. Matter of fact, you don't find yourself within yourself. You find yourself in Christ Jesus because he made you. Look at Colossians. Look at Colossians. Look at Colossians. Look at Colossians chapter, uh, chapter 2. Amen. Chapter 2. Well, chapter 1. Watch this. 15. He said, he is the likeness of the unseen God, the visible representation of the invisible. He is the firstborn of creation. I remember I was talking to this preacher years ago, a long time ago. And he said, Jesus was a created being. I said, no, he wasn't. So I started searching to see where in the world did he have a bad interpretation of scripture? <laughs> okay? I came across this verse. I said, Misinterpretation, misunderstanding. Because in, in the book of Colossians, what Paul is doing is giving the preeminency of Christ and he's writing from a Jewish mindset. More Jewish mindset means that the firstborn child is preeminent. He gets the, the authority of the family. He gets more of the birthright. So what this is saying to us, that Christ should become first in everything to us because of what he did for us. Doesn't mean born or created. It means that he has a preeminence over the church. And I don't want to go there yet. Okay. And, 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 and all of us, that there should be a such a high level of Christ. I heard somebody said this not too long ago. They said, well, I'm going to go to God the Father 
and I'll have to go through Christ. Then I said, well, you're not going to get to God the Father. <laughs> In fact, if, if you really understand scripture correctly, whenever scripture begins, it says God the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, they are together because they want an essence, one in unity. But God, Jesus, he did the work of salvation for us. So unless you glorify Jesus, unless you lift him up, unless you see that he's the way, the truth, and the life, you don't get to God the Father. Because God the Father is saying, look what my son did. And the son is saying, but I glorify you, Father. So your glory, your, your worship should be through Jesus and it gets to the Father. Preeminence. Let's read on. Let's, let's, let's dig deep into this. It says, he is if you want to know who God is, look at Jesus. If you want to know his character, look at Jesus. He is the exact likeness. Now, you can't be like him unless you are him. Y'all get me. Next verse. For it was in him who Christ that all things, say that all things was created. So hold on. So you mean that in Genesis 1, 1, where he said, let there be, that was Jesus speaking. The pre-incarnate Christ, before he came to earth, when you see any manifestation of God in the Old Testament, that's Christ, that's Jesus, before he became Jesus before he came to earth. He is the manifestation of the Godhead. Let's go on. In heaven and on earth, all things seen, things unseen, whether thrones, dominion, rulers, authority, all things was created and exist through him by his service, intervention, and watch it, and in and for him. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you mean that God isn't God for us? No, we are servants for him. So you mean this thing ain't about me and you? You know, I think we need to change some of our prayers. I think we need to change some of our thinking because instead of us being God's servant and us for him, we try to make him be God for us so that he would do our bidding. You know what this does? This brings us to a place of saying, Lord, what is it you want me to do? Lord, what is it you want me to be? Because I recognize that from the beginning I was created for you, by you, through you. So everything that I need, that I desire, is in you. That if I make my life about you, you would take care of everything else. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added. If you seek me, I'll take care of you. If you seek me, I got everything you need. You know so awesome about God? He already knows what you need anyway. But, but, but if you are like me, many of us have run ahead of God because he took too long in answering, then, then when we get what we wanted and it didn't turn out the way we wanted, we get mad at God saying he did it when it wasn't God, it was us. He 
Ephesians is trying to bring us to a place to recognize that God is trying to turn our attention towards him. My question is, well, why? He says, because if I give it to you without you knowing it's me, you're going to think it's you. <laughs> you know what he's not going to have? He's not going to have a rebellion in heaven like he had with Satan and one-third of the angels again. Our rebellion is down here. When, when, when this segment of, of dispensation is over with and we are the children of God manifest, there will be no ability to rebel. Because we will be totally changed. Know what I realize more and more? That the more we make it about him, the more he makes it about us. Oh, the song they sang, and, and, and the statement I said, that we throw the crown at his feet. It's because we're going to see him in all his glory and majesty. My question is, why are we going to wait then <laughs> when we ought to be doing it now. Hallelujah. When there ought to be some praises on our lips instead of complaint. But you know, you know what the hardest thing is? When everything is going bad, when, when you're in pain physically, when, 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 when everything seems like it turned upside down and inside out, can we, will we, open up our mouths and start singing, start talking, and giving him the praise? I declare God has a way of entering into your trouble when you invite him in. And when you start praising him, in spite of a sacrifice of praise, in the midst of God enter is, and even if he don't change your situation, he'll change your perspective, and you begin to recognize he's right there with you. After all he has done to save you and I, no wonder, no wonder. It says, Colossians God said that he holds everything together. That if we wasn't held together by his power, things would start exploding. There is a negative and a positive to the atoms of everything. And scientists don't understand why the atoms of molecules don't just explode because they repel each other and attract each other. And they said, we don't understand what's holding the smallest element of everything together. You know what Colossians says? It says that Christ literally holds everything together. Oh, y'all don't hear me. You will blow up right now if he took his hands off of you. Not to say that you wouldn't lose your mind if it wasn't him. So watch this. Because of the sacrifice he made, because he left heaven, and became one of us. Listen to Philippians chapter 2 in verse, chapter 2 beginning in verse 6. He humbled himself. He, he loved, though he was in the form of God and was equal to God and worshiped as God, he loved his 
former position. He humbled himself. He emptied himself and became like one of us to be like us, to do for us what we could not do for ourselves. Then it said he humbled himself again, though death had no power over him because he did not sin, so he should not have died, but he became obedient to death. Not just any death, but he became a curse by hanging on a tree and they put him on a cross and he allowed them to beat him and made him disfigured that he did not even look human. He did it because he loved us. Then it says that he humbled himself, though it had no power to him. That's why he had to give up his spirit because death couldn't overtake him. So he gave himself uh, over to it. So that's why it says, that's why the Father is gonna say, at the name, hold on. I want you to see the picture. We're gonna see him in all his glory. We're gonna see him not as the lamb, but as the lion of Judah. We gotta see him standing there as the God he is. He's gonna stand there. I said this a week ago. Everybody's going to heaven, but everybody's not gonna stay there. But at this time, he's gonna stand there. All the angels, all the sinners, all the church is gonna see him and something on the inside gonna make us fall backwards, make us fall forwards. And the Bible says, in that day, to the glory of the Father, the Father gonna point to the Son and every need. Turn to your neighbor and say, every need, every need. In case you don't understand, everyone, whether they want to or not, everyone, whether they believe it or not, everyone is gonna bow and confess that Jesus, that Jesus, that Jesus, that Jesus, that Jesus, the power in the name of Jesus, power in the blood of Jesus there's raising power there's deliverance power there's healing power there's power 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 and there's so much power that is gonna make everybody confess it then then there's power in his name right now oh oh do you believe i rebuke satan in the name of jesus some of you need to open up your mouth and say i rebuke you i won't listen to you no more his peace be on me his joy be on me satan you must not have heard I'm his child. Listen what the Bible says. It says that we shall overcome him by the word of our testimony and by his blood. My question to you, are you covered by the blood? Have you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Did you know that he died for you and rose for you? Hold on, if you covered, now the rest of your authority is in your mouth. Hold on, he said, by your testimony, not by my testimony, your victory is by your testimony. You need to say, I'm covered, I'm a child. I'm chosen. 
redeemed. I'm saved. I'm in his hands. Right now, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. You can't have me, Satan. Stop talking to me, Satan. I bind you in the name of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. I'm more than a conqueror. Right now, his peace be on me. His joy be on me. His life be on me. I refuse to be held down. I know who I am in Christ Jesus. Today, today, with tears in my eyes, I will praise you. I will lift you. I will confess you that you are Lord. Until you speak it, it's not spoken for you. Until you say it, it's not said by you. Are we so arrogant that we're going to miss out because we refuse to open our mouth for him? That's pride. That's arrogance. He did it all. He paid it all. He won it all. It's all in him for us. And he just wants us. You know, I discover the more I do this, the more he does this. Watch him when he heals somebody, when they ask him for him. He said, according to your faith, let it be done unto you. If I said, according <laughs> to our faith, let it be done unto us. Oh, y'all didn't get that. Watch that. According to our faith, let it be unto us. Lord, help us to see. Lord, Help us to understand. Those of you at home, I would rather bow now than be made to bow then. Because <laughs> when you know him now, he is so good. His love is so beyond measure. He loves you. And he calls you to himself. You are chosen because he calls you. In spite of you, he calls you. It simply said, Lord, come into my life. Lord, recognize I can't do it. I need you to come into my life. I tried that, I tried this, I tried. But today, fill that void. Fill that place that was made for you. In the house, I got ministers here that will meet you out there. And maybe you just need prayer. Maybe you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you need them to explain. Or maybe you need them to show you how to accept him. 
Maybe you're out of church and you want to join. They can handle all that. He loves you. He loves us. Oh, he loves us. <laughs> he did it all for us. Because he loves us. The 400 number you can call. And someone will call you back. Father, even now, more and more, give us the, the divine revelation that is all in you. You are calling us to yourself, our rightful place, the place where you created us to have with you. You made us for yourself, that you made delight in us, and we delight in you. Lord, show us. We move the blinders off our eyes that we may see that is all in Christ. That is all in you. So Lord, I don't know why you love us so much, but I'm so glad that you do. So have your way, Lord. If let everyone under the sound of my voice, have your way, Lord. And help us to hear you calling. Let us feel you pulling. Let us see that your arms are wide open saying, come home. Lord, thank you. We love you. We praise you. We worship you. Because you are God all by yourself. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Give God